0: What's up, everybody? How we doing? Happy St. Patrick's Day from your Sibs on Sports Boys. We have a podcast for you. This is episode number 46, and we have some more breaking news in the NFL. We got some unretirements. We got some new quarterback changes. We got free agency. We got a lot of things to touch into NBA Playoffs is right around the corner. We got the MLB lockout is finally over. We got opening day on the horizon. So many good things and so much to get into in this episode. So thank you for listening. And here we go.
1: What's going on, Sibs Nation? It's your boys back with episode number 46, Sibs Podcast Thursday. It is March 17th. It is Saint Patrick's Day, Patty. Patty? Happy Saint Patrick's, Patty? Day. Patty? Saint-, Saint Patrick's Day. Patty, St. Patrick's Day, Patty. Patty.
0: St. Daddy's <laughs> Day for sure. One of the best holidays in the world.
1: It is so, definitely. Uh are you drinking you, yet? Your green beer? No, um, starting out it's with a little coffee this morning. No 1030 no ice cream on the inside yet. Me neither. Just a just the uh, coffee to start
0: out. But we'll start out be,
1: slow, but I know I'll I'll be throwing back some beverages later today for sure.
0: Heck yeah, heck yeah,
1: you know. Um Hey, man, we do a a sports podcast, and there's a lot going on in the world of sports, especially the NFL, which we tend to cover most of in our podcast, although we cover sports for all seasons. We'll get into NBA. Obviously, March Madness kicks off today. So if you guys didn't fill out your bracket, fill out your bracket. You have less than two hours to get it in. Get it in. We do have one, March Madness on CBS. Pat Daddy's Bracket, if you want to get in, the more the merrier.
0: Come on in. Come on, join us. Just DM us, and I'll send you that invite if you are interested in getting and get in it. There's a there is a, a prize a cash prize for it at the end, very really small, nothing major, but uh, come on and have some fun I'm with easily the
1: boys. Easily, what is it? Forty dollar entry. Forty you dollar A entry. couple hundred dollars. I like that easily. turnaround. I jump easily. in on that. Yeah. Um. But dude, we did our podcast last episode. Uh, Russell Wilson had signed with Denver, obviously. Um, yep. Aaron Rodgers had committed to going back to Green Bay, but didn't mm-hmm. actually sign just yet. That has solidified itself. We did do a quarterback carousel, though, on teams that were available and where quarterbacks could go. And yeah. I think we went over in that.
0: Oh, we went over. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like our picks. You know, yeah. just don't bet our picks. Don't bet our projections either on what's no, going on. No, definitely not. I mean, And also, with our quarterback carousel, that did not include two heavy hitters, Mr. Brady coming back oh. out, and Mr. Watson being cleared of federal charges. So the here big dogs we are. are back golly some of the best quarterbacks in the league the big dogs come are back in, and so, get back um, in
1: active. yeah i think I mean, we jump we jump straight into that first of all like you said sure. brady's coming out of retirement committed to going back to tampa bay have no details on a on a signing or money or anything like that but brady's probably his whole career with less money never really yeah. paying at his full value anyway so i don't think that's going to be any groundbreaking numbers but Deshaun, he's meeting with there's four or five teams right now the saints the, the Panthers, Saints, the Panthers. Browns, who seem to be moving on from Baker Mayfield, whether they Whoa. get Deshaun the Watson or not. Because I don't know if we got to that. We um, gotta get to that.
0: And then, more importantly, the heavy favorite right now, the Atlanta yeah. Falcons. This yes. hometown, he's from Atlanta, kind of seeming like they threw. I don't know how they're going to make this work with the Ryan salary, but I hear that that is the first meet, face to face meet that he's done with the team yet. Yeah, he's done interviews on the phone for the other squads. Sure. But he went and met up with Atlanta. It seems to be like that's kind of the favorite at the moment. But
1: I, I don't will, know. Yeah, I will <laughs> say that I did hear this um, that before he went to meet with all these teams, he obviously has a, the decision that no trade clause. So no he trade can pick calls and choose where he goes. But Houston did, I guess, each team that wanted to meet with them presented a type of trade package to them mm-hmm. and that they agreed on all the different trade packages that the teams were going to send them. Mm-hmm. for him to go and speak to them. So everything's kind of been agreed upon. It's just really where he wants to end up going. I do want to say this, because you said Atlanta's the favorite. Um, I, I, I understand that's where he's home. I know he was a ball boy there, I think, for like 10 years or something Correct. like that. But they got rid of Russell Gage now. Yep. Calvin Ridley's in trouble. He's suspended for the season. Yeah. There's... The attraction to Atlanta, other than it being his hometown for me, doesn't seem like it would be the favorite. I would look more towards maybe a Carolina or even Cleveland with, you know, acquiring the Amari Cooper and the running game that they have.
0: Well, it's a matter of what's important. Ryan Clark brought this up on ESPN. It's a matter of what's important to Deshaun at this point, because when you're stripped of even just playing, playing the game, I think a lot of things can come into perspective. It might not be a, a legacy thing that he's trying to chase in the matter of championships. It might be something that just, Feels like, hey, they are going to be behind me and back me for everything when I was b- pretty much shunned out of everything and uh, looked at like the worst enemy. And I know he still has some things to go through, and not saying he's fully cleared of everything, but yeah. he wants support and sure. he wants a backing. And I think that ultimately is going to be the biggest component of what he's going to choose. And like you said, it's going to matter what matters to Deshaun the most. Does he want to feel comfortable or does he want to try to chase a legacy? And I think he's going to lean more to comfortability because if I if it were me, I think on those four teams of potential, I would say as an offense, the Carolina maybe has the most weapons to offer. Yeah. I don't know if they are really a winning culture, but sure. Cleveland has talent as well, too. But I don't think that is the foresight of Deshaun's, um, you know, what his picking and choosing. But Carolina, I I was thinking was favorite before this Atlanta smoke because he played in Clemson. Carolina's like, they love their Deshaun there too. So I think he's familiar with that area. So I was leaning towards the two of them, but I've been wrong on a lot of these picks as you can see. So I probably might be wrong again, (laughs) but Atlanta kind of, and if it has that hometown vibe, if he knows people there, Kind of like, hey, they embrace Michael Vick 2.0 like Absolutely. that, you know. And Mike Vick was everywhere you could see in Atlanta. You associate with him, that could be Deshaun. He still has plenty of years left, and if he can get on the field and start all over, then they are, they're they're going to embrace him.
1: Well, and I'll say this too, similar to Brady coming back. Um he's going to attract free agents and there's a lot of free agents that are still available that Jarvis can, Landry the OBJs, the Jarvis Landry's, the Leonard mm-hmm. Fournette's. I mean, mm-hmm. they could build a squad once he solidifies Julio Jones, you want to come back to exactly. Jones yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but I, I agree with you. I, it's going to be interesting. I don't think other quarterback pieces fall until the Deshaun, Deshaun decision is made. You mm-hmm. obviously said it. We don't know what type of suspension he's going to face through the NFL. So there's still that regardless of him you know, right. being cleared of, of charges and things. So a team's going to have to take that on. Uh, yeah. We don't know the period of that. I did hear a report that it was like, all right, the NFL should know what type of penalty they're going to give him. And the yeah. teams that are looking at him should be notified. So they have an idea of, kind of an what idea. they're going into, which I think that's fair across the board. Um, My guess it wouldn't be we'll anything see.
0: more than six games. That's I would say I would, I mean, with a, since he's missed a year. Um, but that that's just me guessing. This is
1: a situation where the NFL continues to screw it up, right? Yeah. You yeah. got guys beating their wives. They get two games, six games. You have a guy scambling $1,500 and he gets a full season. So who the right. hell knows what Deshaun Watson's going to get? But I would think somewhere in that six game, half season type range. Four game. Yeah. Um, yeah, But it, it'll be interesting to watch. And then you kind of see if he does go to Atlanta, what happens with Matt Ryan, because he still has the ability to play a couple more years left. Does he become the number one candidate at, the, at quarterback now? That's open because I know Jameis is still available. Jimmy G isn't a free agent. He still has a one year deal, but he's been talked about oh. potentially oh. going places. So.
0: I know you love your Jimmy G, but I would maybe put Matt Ryan right up there. I, oh, will be I would be running to go the Graham there, like because yep. he, he's a league MVP. He was yep. once upon a time. The guy can still throw the ball. Very limited mobility, but the guy has been seen a lot in the game and and knows a lot, so he could help a team that's pretty good. Yeah, over the top.
1: I would put him if he if he becomes available. He's your number one candidate right there. Absolutely. Yep. Um. Let's transition. The goat, Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> he came out of retirement. A, lot a of few moments later, media, media forcing him into retirement. He wasn't ready. Blah, 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 blah. Long story short, he's coming back. He has unfinished business. I don't know what unfinished business he has. He's got seven Super Bowls and a million MVPs, but whatever. Unfinished business. Yeah.
0: Apparently he um, I doesn't will listen say to this. Us.
1: They did just sign. They, they franchised Chris Godwin, and then they agreed to a three-year, $60 million deal with him. So Godwin's back. Mike Locked Evans in. is still there. Gronk is a free agent, so we'll see what happens with him. O.J. Howard did move on. Leonard Fournette is a free agent. They lost one of their big tackles in Alex Kappa. So he's coming back to Tampa, but Tampa still has to put some pieces together to kind of get to where they were last year because there's so many unanswered positions for him to run it back. Not that they're not still one of the better teams competing for a Super Bowl, and I'm sure they'll Mm -hmm. figure it out now that Brady's coming back, but they got to put some pieces together.
0: They will. I, I, and I believe they will. You know, yeah. and uh, are they going to be the same familiar names that were there? Probably not. But I think they're going to be interchangeable mm-hmm. and workable for the greatest of all time. That yeah. once has unfinished business that somehow has a motive and gave us, what, 42 days? I think they said not- that MLB, MLB lockout was like 99 days and then Tom Brady's retirement was 40 some days or like that. That was it. So, uh, it's just crazy how fast that he had that itch. Now we said on the pod that we were sure he was done. What do you have to prove? We made a video about it. We were like, you know, you, have done it all, been it all. And like that, but it didn't take too long for him to have that itch and him just to get out there and play. And he feels like he can do it. And I know he probably could do it. Yeah. So, uh, look out NFC. I just say it was great that Aaron Rodgers was feeling really comfortable in the NFC when, just, when, um, Russell Wilson moves out, and then just looking at him and the Rams probably as the biggest competition, and then the greatest of all time says, he comes back. hold my beer yep. <laughs> on Thanksgiving Day. And you
1: got Deshaun looking at potential NFC teams, so that Why path not? for Aaron Rodgers just, just became a little cloudy all of a sudden.
0: Good, um,
1: good. But good. Give yeah, him, it makes more competition. We were just talking about how the AFC has gotten so strong. I mean, you look mm-hmm. at the cornerbacks, especially in that AFC um, – what's the division i'm talking about afc west have afc west when you have this russell caliber. wilson justin herbert Derek carr patrick mahomes now you oh, you know you have josh gosh. allen you have lamar jackson like it's so Good stacked God. in the afc Good now God. you get the goat back you got mm-hmm. rogers signing which we can talk about it now three years 150 million dollar deal something about wow. it a yeah. cap friendly deal but basically every year after this year, he can decide whether he's going to play or not. And then they'll have to restructure it. So committed to three years. What does that do for green Bay? Obviously they have Devonte Adams on the franchise tag. He came out mm-hmm. and said he's not going to play under the tag. So they're going to have to figure out cap availability to sign him, which I'm sure they will. I don't think Devante is going to go somewhere else now that Rogers is back. Um, what does that yeah. mean for Jordan love? Does he, does he stay? Do they ship him out? I mean, we um, haven't really heard a whole lot, even with. I him would signing. say
0: I would say that if there was interest in him, I feel like he would move out. You know, if a team is once it's once to, to throw a maybe a fourth round or a third rounder at him like that, I would say I would probably ship him out. But I don't know if there is much attraction at the moment for other teams. I mean, it would sound like they would be right because this guy hasn't. He could. He was a first round draft yeah, and we talked young, about it. He's mm. he's
1: worked behind rogers at least so you would think yes. that there would be some growth there at least on the mental capacity when it comes to the nfl game
0: I, uh, I but he hasn't imagine. shown a lot mm-hmm. i can't imagine him I maybe he doesn't get moved this year because there might be a chance that Rodgers does retire after mm-hmm. this year but sure but that's a lot i mean that's a lot of time to sit not a lot of time to sit and wait you know when you're when you want to make your your legacy and build your name or start somewhere and there's only 32 starting jobs out exactly. there for you so But if there is interest in there, I'm sure his agent and Green Bay are probably like, okay, we'll entertain that.
1: Yeah. And then, like, again, we'll see what happens with with Deshaun Watson, and then maybe more pieces will fall in the quarterback position outside of that. Yeah. Um, One interesting move that happened yesterday, and we talked about it on the pod, where it was Von Miller looking like he's either going to stay with the Rams or go back home to Denver. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, he flips the script. He goes to the Buffalo Bills for six years and a $120 million deal. Damn. Damn, Damn, that, is, that guy that is got a hefty paid.
0: coin. They got paid. And, but he did not look like it didn't look like one of his uh, best days are behind him when he got that free agent signing. We went over to the Rams. It looked yep. like it rejuvenized him. It gave him like a spark. And he looked like he has a lot of elite level play left in his play. So it may warrant his contract. It's kind of crazy that he got that big of a deal on such an already roster loaded team. Yeah, yeah. But Buffalo. You gotta, you gotta say they're the AFC favorites. I, I think going I don't in see how you because well. the, way they, the way they lost, you know, I'm, I, I still, I, I all respect to the Bengals and Kansas City. I know that, but you gotta, you gotta like Buffalo's the moves that they're making, that they're going on, and they're trying to address it. I'm kind of shocked about the J.D. McKissick thing. Because I know I was gonna JD say J.D. McKissick that.
1: as We're a big on him, Washington back. fan. Yeah.
0: I know how good this guy is and how valuable he is to have a. A third down back like that on your team, and a good runner to the ball, and and a good locker room guy, mm-hmm. that would have set Buffalo over the edge, and he would have been in the Super Bowl. Like he could have brought them to that. I'm amazed that he went back. I know Washington. No one chooses Washington. You know, <laughs> yeah. I talked about this. Swing and miss for Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford. Swing and miss for Russell Wilson. Yep. Amari Cooper don't want to come play here. McKissick could have been in Buffalo playing for a Super Bowl. He "That's true." I'm staying in Washington. Yeah, I, I was
1: when I and saw that, that happen. The initial report of him going to Buffalo, I was going to text you because I was like, "Oh man, I know how high you were on him." Him coming back with the Carson wins would have been a great added piece, and then he flipped the scripts and come back. I do want to go back to what you said with the Bills being the favorite in the AFC. I do agree with you. I know I said, mm-hmm. "eh." But the only reason I said eh is because I do agree they're the favorite with obviously what Josh Allen has done the last two years and how close they've been to a Super Bowl. So they have that yeah. experience. Yeah. What the Chargers just oh. did in free agency on the defensive side of the ball, Correct. which ruined their playoff chances because they couldn't stop the run. I know they don't have the experience with Justin Herbert just yet, but what they did, oh my God, you're going to have to look out for the Chargers next year.
0: Listen, I'm so impressed with the AFC West and as mm. everyone is watching them, but it's it's hard for me to separate the three of the, those teams. Oh and yeah. All blessed with the Raiders. They are a good team, but they're not at the caliber as contenders as the other three right now. I gotta see how it all works for that or how they do how they fare against each other to be like that one's so much better. I yeah. still have Kansas City above it just for off because they're established. Yep. yep. Um at the moment. But it's gonna be these games against these in division games are gonna be must watch. They should be in prime time in every single one on every single thing because they are gonna be loaded with talent all over the screen. And those are like going to be Super Bowl favorites of that. But I, I maybe like Buffalo because their division is not gonna be so hard. They're gonna be have an easier sure. path to get to that twelve win, thirteen win kind of deal. I think it's gonna be easier for Buffalo to get that to get that home field. And I thought that might be the difference in them being getting over the hump with Kansas City this year. They need that home field. Yes. I think they need that yeah. home field, you know. So yeah. if they can get that and assure that by one more win than, than Kansas City, then that might be all they need as a favorite
1: AFC West division, uh, AFC West defensive players that moved Chandler Jones going to the Raiders. Randy yeah. Gregory flipping it on the Cowboys and going to Denver after you agreed to go to the Cowboys, kind of like the JD move, and Holy then obviously shit. JC Jackson, Khalil Mack going to the Chargers, and then yeah. you get Russ. i give an air horn for
0: there. that. Air horn for all those players right there. That's that division's That's just-
1: gonna be ridiculous
0: and, and what's what's cool about it is you we keep talking about the quarterbacks but look at what they're doing with the defenses now because those quarterbacks have to have some fear yeah. going into that you know you got but you got these guys coming after you it's Khalil Mack and Bosa on the same same lines right there
1: like come on oh, man. and then you get JC Jackson back in the secondary like it's they did what yeah. they needed to do they obviously watched the tape saw that they needed to fix the defense, and they went out and made that a priority. I honestly don't think they have to do a whole lot more from what they just did.
0: They kept their offensive weapons with Mike Williams. Williams, I thought that's an underrated signing. I think he's a great number two, great deep threat for Herbert. When he can air the ball out, you know, I think Eckler's established. You get another guy in there that can kind of be like an Eckler-like. Shoot, watch out. It's going to
1: be tough. It's going to be tough. Um, a a team that made a lot of I think really good moves um, in free agency it was a team that was on the lower end of the season that had a lot of issues with their head coach who didn't make it through the full season but you got to give kudos to the Jacksonville Jaguars and the the moves that they made especially with Doug Peterson coming in as a head coach I know we don't know what we technically have with Trevor Lawrence he didn't look that great last year but he was yeah. under Ir- Urban Meyer. Doug Peterson is supposed to be one of those quarterback whisperers. They mm-hmm. go out, they get Brandon Scherf, your, your offensive lineman, who's all a pro. stud. All, all pro, pro guard.
0: All pro guard. Evan you know. Ingram,
1: who he's shown signs of being really good. Obviously, he was with the Giants. A lot of injuries on, you know, on and off yeah. the field. But I think yeah. a new place, a new franchise, maybe he gets right because he could be one of those top tight ends. They got Zay Jones, obviously, which is one of those kind of quick receivers. Mm-hmm. And then Christian Kirk, who oh my God. I think but, changed, but that deal, changed the wide receiver market. He's making
0: more than Devontae Adams. If he's
1: getting $72 million, the Green Bay's like, I don't know how we pay Devontae now. This is ridiculous. It's,
0: the market's crazy right there. I mean, has there ever been a contract that really didn't meet the on-field? I, I mean, hey, give it up to Christian Kirk right there. But the, I think give it up for the Jaguars but they spend a lot they spend on a lot of these of players that are hey we've seen potential in these guys hopefully in this new scene it'll be good but they are the jags they call they them the, the jags. jags so i i want to see it i like what they're doing but it doesn't always associate to wins but being a winner in free agency doesn't always mean a winner on a the, winner field. On the so field yeah. you, you just got to you yeah You got to
1: hope it works. The stat that I saw, I think it was in the first three days, they spent like $280 million in free agency. So you got to hope that those dollars that you spent transitioned to wins on the field because that's a lot of freaking money. Heck Um, yeah.
0: But we can go to the
1: Browns. We can touch on the Browns a little bit because they obviously have been talking to Deshaun. You saw Baker come out with his goodbye message. The Browns won an adult
0: in the building, they said. What does that that tell you? Is that that deflating or whatever an adult? They're calling Baker a child.
1: Yep. Yeah. I mean, I I, I don't see how you bring him (laughs) back if it doesn't work out with Deshaun. So I feel like Baker either being moved or something's going to happen pretty quickly yeah. oh assume. yeah um, yeah what does that mean for Amari Cooper being traded into a Browns team that has some stuff going on they yeah. released Jarvis Landry they obviously still have Miles Garrett and the defense they have Kareem Hunt they have Nick Chubb um, yeah yeah but I don't know man from I the don't time know. where a year and a half ago or even last year we picked them to win that division to yeah
0: Ugh. I had them where where in the Super Bowl at. yeah I had them in the That's Super true. Bowl I said they were going to be in the AFC North was going to be a dog fight and they would overcome it.
1: Yeah, and And, then you got Bengals coming off of Super Bowl appearance, just Mm -hmm. solidified the offensive line, which is exactly what they needed to do. They got Alex Kappa, the offensive lineman from Tampa Bay. They came over with a great move for them. Coin. Um, They did pick up a center, too, which I think is supposed to be an upgrade. I can't think of his name right now. But then you Mm. also have... Pittsburgh who goes out and grabs Mitchell Trubisky, Mr. which Trubisky. I think is a great sign for them.
0: I do too. I think, and you're, you're giving Trubisky weapons around him. So he's not going to have to be the one to win you the games. Mm-hmm. I think being in the system of Buffalo, a winning culture playing under a Josh Allen and sitting a year can humble you, but also can learn too. And the ghost of Matt Nagy, maybe is not as bad as Adam Gase was, but at Matt Nagy is shown to be an incompetent offensive coordinator and coach. So there might be the book is not closed on Trubisky. I like the landing spot for him. He's a great locker room guy. Everyone that's ever played with Mitch Trubisky likes Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah. So checks all the bo- boxes in that. If he can go on and not lose you the games, they're going to love him in Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah. And I mean, pair yeah. him up with Najee Harris. Uh, I know Juju's still a free agent. So Maybe not, there's someone that Pittsburgh brings in. I don't think they're going to bring Juju back, but I think they need but, to get another big name receiver. They do have Chase. Deontay Claypool. Johnson's good. Deontay Johnson got Johnson a year last Very year.
0: stud. And yep. then Fire Moose, you got a, You got a prospect in that tight end yeah. that's very good. You got you got attractive spots around you on that offensive side of the ball. Tomlin reworks that defense, which is normally pretty good, and yep. makes it strong. The Steelers ain't going anywhere. You yep. know that that's what they're they do. Tomlin yep. doesn't lose. Doesn't have losing years.
1: He he does not, and I like you said. I think you for them you go from a passer that couldn't get out of the pocket to someone Mm -hmm. that they can now move around the pocket, and he has the athletic ability to to run (laughs) and stuff like that. So I think that'll add to that offense.
0: Underrated thing. Brian Flores is running that defense now. Yep. yep. Let's go. Watch out. The steel curtain might be back next year, and And they might be coming with some something
1: to. The game i know for. they
0: got the Bengals, and i think the ravens are going to be back too but the steelers might be that 12 might be a 12 win team next year they could
1: they could and i want to touch on the ravens because i think they had a huge signing yesterday and it's, it's a darius mm-hmm. smith that defensive end i mean big for a Ravens team that's always there
0: and morgan moses on the offensive tackle mm-hmm. he was a he was for the redskins for a long time that's and he right. went to the jets so you kind of forget about him he was sturdy he was reliable he's good out there and you know, for the team that once upon a time was the number one rushing offense, when Lamar's out there, no matter who you got back, you get J.K. Dobbins back, you get your guys back. I was just gonna back. say, don't think about all about the guys like that were all hurt. The, all the guys. Marlon Humphrey, yep. Marlon Humphrey. So like Patrick Queen, like you're gonna get these guys back. Marcus um, Peters. Yeah. So I mean, th- let's see that they they're pretty consistent out there when they're on
1: the field. Yeah, they are. I mean, that's mm-hmm. another division that could be really good. Other than depending on what happens with the Browns. Um, oh yeah. I think free agent wise, that's a lot of the big names that we covered. I do want to touch on those that are still available and maybe some teams that can make some moves. I will say this. If you're the Las Vegas Raiders, you have to make a move on the offensive side of the ball. You have to bring in a big name guy, like a, OBJ, Jarvis, I know he's he's not that break break it over the top type receiver, but Alan Robinson's out there. I mean, there's some Leah playmakers Jones. there that are there. That Alan Robinson is
0: still not signed. Allen Robinson still has a lot to play. And think about the oh, quarterbacks yeah. that Allen Robinson has played with. And I and all I just praise Mitchell Drabisky, but I feel like a lot of that is over the scheme too. He was a hundred reception guy every year with bad teams, you know, and yeah. bad quarterbacks pretty much for the most of his career. You put him in with a a comparable quarterback and, and see what happens. I, I'm wondering if he's waiting for where, to, where Deshaun goes, you know, then that could sure. be, that could be interesting. Or I think the Raiders have have to do something. If they're going, if they're going forward, Derek Carr and Josh McDaniels and this offense, they have to add another weapon to keep up with the Joneses in that tough division. Agreed. And whether that's Jarvis, whether that's Robinson, whether that's Julio Jones, who I think would complement a Renfro that's the sneaky guy underneath and then Mm -hmm. a Julia Jones the big big arm big body threat that you can't miscount for and Derek Carr is going to find ways to get him involved
1: yeah and that opens up for Darren Waller a little bit more too oh man you almost forget about Waller but they need like you said to keep up with that division they got to get more they have to make a move the other two teams too that were kind of in it last year that I'm surprised is Cowboys haven't really done a whole lot. They've lost no. some people, but they have, I mean, Amari's out, Randy Gregory's out. So you have CD lamb. You did resign Michael Gallup, but you lost Cedric Wilson as a receiver along with Amari Cooper. So where does that put you offensively? Um, and then the Patriots, yeah. Patriots haven't done a whole lot.
0: They haven't done a lot. I know. I, I know they're, they're normal. They were active as hell last year in free mm-hmm. agency. Some There's of the MO of in some years past Belichick's either going big or sometimes he kind of plays big in the draft. So I feel like with the, the, the receive the skill player group that's out there, I thought they would have been a little bit more active um, to help Mac Jones out and then releasing Aguilar and and whatnot. But I'm, I'm interested to see what they do. Maybe they like, there is supposed to be a good wide receiver draft class Again, surprise, surprise. We've had two great ones, two awesome ones the past two years. I don't know how it could be any better, but there is supposed to be a deep class of wide receivers. So you know, just because, uh, I guess, if we don't see the moves in free agency, there might be some gems in there this coming and they, up and year. They,
1: and they've hit. I mean, what, two yeah. years ago, you get the Justin Jeffersons. Last year, you get the Jamar Chase, the Jalen Waddles. Like,
0: oh those gosh. guys
1: are coming into the league, and they're making an impact they're immediately. Making, so, right maybe off they the go bat. that route.
0: Right off the bat, yeah. But I, lo- even, I love that. Even um, on the defensive side of the ball. I'm going to go back back up, because you brought Dallas. I think yep. that NFC East now is wide open. I, 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 I don't th- I, I don't think Dallas got better. I I know Dallas probably has the forefront in that lead, but Philly is trying some things out. Commanders, okay. We haven't I, I want to talk even about this, the wins. So, yeah. the well, wins you got up, so, wins. Okay. Okay. Then There
1: was chatter of like, "This is Commanders. Right. This is what they do." But forty-eight right. hours go by, and now, how are you feeling?
0: Okay, I was um, I was at to lunch with my brother. We were going to the Green Turtle, and we were, you know, a Green Turtle's great place to eat. And I'm looking over the phone, and I see. Cars, I look it over the TV and I see Carson Wentz is the new commander's starting quarterback. Medium immediate reaction. Fuck. Oh, come <laughs> on, man. I really Carson sure. Wentz. Like just because of the script that that was his coordinator. He does he doesn't want him, you know. He and all the things that how the bad note that he left on Indy in that last game, you know, the turnovers, and that that's what we remember the most. So I was not sized the first day. No, I would not, not excited. All right. And then I got to sleep on it a little bit more, you know, and looking back at his numbers from last year, when he was on the wheel from week, like six through 12 or whatever, he was pretty much top 10, you know, yeah. he was consistent. He wasn't turning the ball over he Has a couple of Yolo balls in there, but he was doing pretty good. They had some heartbreaking losses, but That weren't necessarily all tied to him, you know. They they went on a big run. They have a good team, and I think he's coming to a pretty good caliber roster team. Young, maybe, yeah. Defense and I. There's something to be said where you have a chip on your shoulder, but you've seen some flashes. You've seen that MVP talent in Carson Wentz before in 2017. That feels like a long time ago, but there is more upside with him than I think of Jimmy Garoppolo than I think of Mitchell Trubisky that maybe could crack it, but we've seen it with Wentz. I think a lot of it has to do with his mental and hopefully he's believed he's given that trust, given the keys. And I think Ron is a guy that could probably get it out of him. We chose you to be the face of this commander.
1: Yeah. Cause um, it's a new brand,
0: offense, new brand. Scott T- Turner's offense is pretty good. And to see what he did with Taylor Heineke, I think Wentz is an upgrade from Heineke.
1: Absolutely, yes.
0: I think he's going to be more efficient, and he throws the ball a lot better than Heineke. I don't think they're done in free agency. I think they're going to try to get another receiver, if not in the draft. I think they're going to try to make Carson Wentz work this year. If he doesn't, it only costs us this year because we only picked up his contract this year. I just going to say, what you give up We can him this year. I'm still okay with us drafting a quarterback, maybe in the second round this year. But I say you go after a receiver in that first round. You help make a Carson Wentz your guy for this year. If not, it doesn't cost you a thing next year to cut him. And we already have a guy waiting in the wings.
1: Yep. So, I mean, that's you took my on, take on it. This is what I would say. You took on you took on his salary for the year. A lot of mm-hmm. money. Okay. Yep. But yep. what did you give up for him? Yep. A fifth and a sixth. No, he right? gave up two, two, two thirds.
0: Two thirds. So- if he plays 70% of snaps this year, which he probably will. It'll, yes. it'll be, it'll turn into a second next year. Okay. I don't you know, think it's, I don't think
1: that's that bad. You no, know, it's not. not giving up future first round picks for him. No,
0: absolutely you said it.
1: he was basically before he got injured. He was the MVP of the NFL in 2017. He, I cannot he imagine he someone fall that far from grace And with that type of talent and never show that type of ability again. I just don't see that. And you said it. If You look at his numbers from last year. He wasn't a bad quarterback.
0: Mm -mm. Everyone's
1: focusing on the last two weeks where they had Mm -hmm. to win to get into the playoffs. Did he look Mm -hmm. terrible? Absolutely. He looked horrible. But at the same time, yeah, he didn't take him down to win against the Jags. But the defense didn't stop the Jags either. on the offense. You know what I'm saying? So there's a combination of that. And I think Dan Orlovsky said it best. And I think this is where it works out, not only for the commanders, but it also works out for Carson Wentz. He's playing for one more year to prove he's an NFL starting quarterback. He's got to come into this season with a vengeance and a determination to come out and be like, I am so much better than this. And I'm going to show that and I'm going to take over this franchise. I'm going to be the face of this brand and we're going to make a splash in a division. That he spent the first half of his career in.
0: And he knows this Washington defense. And I'm saying I should all, all over the defense last year. They're going to get better because they're going to get healthy and they're going to be better than at least than they were last year. You've got to get something out of Curtis Samuel. I praised about Curtis Samuel yeah. signing. He played nothing for us last year. He wouldn't even get on the field this year. If he gets on the field this year, that's an upgrade. You get McKissick back. That is an upgrade. Yep. It's something in the draft to help out. You get Logan Thomas back. That is an upgrade. Yep. So I think Carson Wentz is a couple wins better than Heineke was last year. We got seven wins. I think we're a 10-win team next year, and I think we make the wild card. I'm calling it right now. I, I believe like in it. Carson Wentz. I believe in Ron Rivera, and yep. I believe in Scott Turner. I think we can do it. Go, Commanders.
1: Yeah, I I got nothing else to say. I that. think I, so. I, I don't think it's you a bad trade. I think it's great. I think it works out better for them.
0: In history's past, we do this. We sign the free agent, middle guy in the year, and it doesn't work. And we have 30 interchangeable quarterbacks in the past 10 years. So this is fitting into history if it doesn't work. And if it doesn't work, you know, it doesn't work whether it has it because has, it hasn't ever worked. But yeah. I'm starting to believe, and I got to believe. So that's where I'm at.
1: First time this in a couple of years that you're going into a season with a solidified starting quarterback that you know can be successful if the right pieces are around him and he's croached the right way. Not mm-hmm. saying that Ryan Fitzpatrick wasn't a starting quarterback. He was, but he was at the tail end of his career. Right. Taylor Heineke, great backup quarterback when you need him. Not should not be a starting quarterback, play 16 games. However, right. he did really do a phenomenal job. And I think right. he got himself out of, which, if I'm wrong, was selling life insurance. Before yeah. Or he came back to the NFL. Well, guess what? Now he has an NFL what a time. career as a backup. So good and for him. It should be
0: that. Yep. You know Absolutely. what I mean? So and he deserves deserves that.
1: I think they're in a yep. good spot. And like we said, Cowboys didn't make a whole lot of moves. They lost some people. Phillies mm-hmm. building off of last year, which they were a good team. And what you don't know what you're getting from the giants. Anyway, you got Daniel and pe- Jones and Tyrod Taylor signed. as the backup.
0: And people that listen to this podcast frequently know, I'm going to say this because I say it all the time. We, the NFC East has not had a repeating division winner since 2005. Yep. Every year the division winner changes. Every year, Dallas won it this year. And get next year. Going off history, <laughs> they're not going to get it next year. No. So that leaves Philly, Washington, and the Giants. Yep. I don't believe in the Giants either. Philly or us are probably going to come through. I
1: think that's. I think that's your race right there.
0: I don't even, I'm not even predicting division win. I think we make the playoffs next year as a wild card. Well, you card. said with wild
1: extra, card, yeah. So. With the
0: extra with the extra playoff team now, I think we can get to ten wins with Carson.
1: Yep. Um, I don't know how they are with cap space, what they have yeah. available. Um,
0: we've been cutting a lot of got, people. Yeah,
1: they got some some players out there that some they room. can make a difference on. Like you said, you gotta you let Landon Collins go, so. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know how space. much he's demanding, but there's a Tyron Matthew that's out there. I don't know if Washington's a place that he's going to go to or what type of money he's looking I at. I would
0: love Tyron Matthew. Give me but the honey badger. players
1: like that that can come in and help build off of a really young defense. And I'll say this against their defense last year. They were coming off a year where they were very young and they yes. were super strong. And then they went yeah. into last year, and it was probably like you got caught sleeping early.
0: Yeah, you know and, what I mean? and I think, and honestly, they're – their ego gotten got in front of them. They they heard all offseason the Mike Greenbergs, ESPNs that they're gonna take the next step, the five first rounders on the front line. You know, like they're they're coming da da da. I think they felt themselves a little bit. I think Chase Young was humbled. Montez Sweat was humbled. Mm-hmm. You know, Jonathan Allen played great. Deron Payne played pretty damn good, but like they didn't play as a unit. They didn't play as one heartbeat. You know, and I think that that humbled them. So they got to get back to that team aspect of a flyer out there you got to address the middle linebacker because we don't have any answer for that right now so you have to address that and you have to address the secondary but you get the honey badger in there let's go that guy's a locker room guy that's not going to let people slip up
1: no and bobby wagner is available too so just keep that in mind let's go (laughs) bobby um so, yeah, I, I mean, there's still plenty of players available yeah. in free agency. The draft's coming up. Teams are going to continue to make moves over the next couple of days. Uh, so we'll see who falls Sorry, where. Sibs
0: Nation. That that turned into a whole Washington segment right there. I'm sorry, Sibs Nation, if you But are, we, never, we didn't get like to that.
1: touch on it last week, and it's our podcast, and it's your team, so we have the right to do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, How are you feeling about as a Niners fan of right now? Are you guys still Thinking about you holding know, on to Jimmy G? We lost
1: some, we lost some pretty solid defenders, mm-hmm. uh, some depth in our defenders. DJ Jones, who was a great defensive tackle for us last year, made some huge plays down the stretch. But because of that, he earned himself a payday, rightfully Correct. so. So he ended up going to Denver, too. He got, got into the mix of that ter- that tough division. But three years, $30 million, so good for him. Um, we did lose Lincoln Tomlinson, one of our top offensive linemen, to the Jets. Yeah, doesn't shock me because Robert Saul is there. However, I'm shocked. Maybe it was the amount of money and we'd not us not having the cap space. I'm a little worried with that because he started 80 regular season games in a row for us. Yeah. Um. So you're losing that durability along with him playing alongside Trent Williams. So I'm a little worried about that. Sure. Um. But we did go pick up Chardavius Ward from uh, the Chiefs, the cornerback, which we need help at cornerback. Obviously, we just. Wasn't that great last year? They restructured. I think it was George Kittle's deal and someone else, so they freed up more cap space. In doing that, they made it so they don't have to technically get rid of Jimmy G. So I think what the Niners are doing is they're sitting there saying, "We keep Jimmy G. We're competitive for playoffs slash Super Bowl next year. We let Trey Lance sit another year, mm-hmm. um, or." wait for a team to give us what we want. So I think it, they're kind of just sitting there. Like if we get the offer that we're looking for, we'll send him out. If we don't, mm-hmm. he'll be our starting quarterback on the last year of his deal. We'll see what kind of value he builds next extra with the way that he plays and then see what we do with him. But I, I know we'll attack some stuff in the draft Raheem Mostert who's been injured. I feel bad because when he was on the field for the Niners, he was dynamite. He went mm-hmm. over to Miami, Mike McDaniels, former offensive coordinator for the Niners now head coach. So I get that. Um, but with Elijah Mitchell as a rookie last year and what he did, I didn't think there was going to be a whole lot of space for Raheem Mostert there anyway. So I understand things right. happen, but I feel good with where we're at right now.
0: So w- one thing of the QB carousel that we have that is still pending is you had Jimmy G going to the Indianapolis Colts. I did. Yeah. Which I think is still a viable option and still yep. a possibility. Um, I'm hearing Gardner Minshew is being mentioned in the indie uh, thing that, which is <laughs> wow. funny to me that, I mean, is it a sign is a shine of that they really don't believe in the Wentz that they would go to Minshew? I mean Minshew can we've seen he can play. Yeah, you know, yeah, but yeah. but um but I don't know. I don't know if you is, is Minshew a good enough player as Carson Wentz. Is it an upgrade over that? I don't know. Indianapolis I, is is interesting because it's been like six years with six different week one starters at quarterback, yeah. you know, all pretty good guys, Philip Rivers, Carson Wentz, Andrew Luck, Jac- Jacoby Brissett, kind of like and so on and so on. So I feel like they have to at least try to make the Jimmy Garoppolo, maybe a winner work. Like, I think that would sound good. We need a winner guy who gets wins done. So we get in playoffs.
1: Yeah. And I I think that's kind of where it's at. I just don't know if the Niners are getting from Indy what they want. And Indy's Mm -hmm. just got to make the decision if they want to pull the plug and put together, a package that the Niners are going to force them to put together to get Jimmy. And I don't, right. I don't think it's anything crazy. I don't think you're trying to get first rounds for Jimmy. He's just not that caliber of a quarterback, but if right. Wentz is going for two thirds, that could change into a second, Yeah. maybe something, something in that nature. Um, sure. But I, I think it would benefit the Colts. Absolutely. Especially with the team that they have, but we'll see, you know,
0: but the Niners, like you said, though, the Niners don't have to give it away. If it's not too high. And if they're, if they have a little bit of doubt of Lance so far going in and taking the taking the keys to the car and going, what's then, one more year? And what's one more year, right? Yeah. So, dang. I don't know,
1: man. There's dang, a lot dang, going dang. on in football. There's we love it. Though. So much
0: drama infested in the NFL league yeah. right now that's going on. So, it's good.
1: It's good. Um, let's transition to NBA. We're getting closer to the playoffs. Things mm-hmm. are starting to solidify. I do want to ask this, and I want okay. your opinion on this because there's, I mean, what was it? Kyrie dropped 60 the other night. Karl-Anthony Towns dropped 60 the other night. We talked on the previous pod, LeBron dropping 50-something. Yeah. Curry dropped 47 the other night on his birthday. Some guys are dropping bombs. Are the Nets the best team in the NBA when KD and Kyrie are on the floor?
0: No, absolutely not. The Suns are I the agree. best team in the freaking yep. NBA.
1: The Suns are the best the team, sons. and they are not getting the credit that they deserve, even with and Chris Paul being injured.
0: I don't even think they're the best team in the East. I still I think either. Giannis and company is better. I, agree. I think that maybe the best talent-based duet, uh, the one-two punch, yeah, sure. okay, sure. But as a team, no. I'm going with the – I'm giving the champions and the team that, that has the best league, the best record in the league – their props for that, yep. but it is going to be cool to see them healthy on the court. And they're probably going to make themselves in the playoffs and they're going to be a force, but I'm not going to anoint them yet. Kyrie. We are reminded on how gifted and how talented and how special of a player that he is. Absolutely. as What we've seen recently though, with him playing more games and where there's a lot of baggage with Kyrie, but there wouldn't be a lot of baggage if he wasn't so damn good, yeah. you know? So, that guy is skilled. He's talented. He's got things that other point guards can't do. And that's why we're talking about him. And, uh, you know, he has a lot to say and a lot of things going on, a lot of drama around him. But the dude can play basketball and <laughs> he can play, really, really he can well. play I, it really, really well. really well. Yeah, I play a lot better than other people.
1: I would say this about Kyrie Irving. He's playing part time. So if mm-hmm. you had the LeBrons and all these other players playing part time, you're probably going to see 40, 50 a night. Cause they're not yeah. playing every single night, you know, the wear and tear of the season and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with you. I actually think the bucks are the best team in the East. I was leaning more towards Philly, but I've watched them this last no. week and a half or whatever. And I just Harden yeah. for me plays one side of the court, only yeah. offense. And when you yeah. get into the playoffs, he's got to step up. I mean, I've, I was watching the other night and he's just letting players blow right past him. Like he's making no effort to play defense and yeah. That's not going to win you a championship in the NBA. You have to play defense, especially when he's not on every single night. Embiid's on every night, and you can count on that. And he's going to play defense, and he's going to give his part. But Harden does not, and I think that that's going to be the Achilles heel for them, especially in that East where it's so freaking difficult with Milwaukee, with Chicago, with Miami. You know, you can throw the Nets up there if you want, that type of Mm -hmm. stuff. but. Mm No, I don't think the Nets are the best team. I think they're going to get themselves in the playoffs, but I think it's a long uphill road for them, and I don't see them beating the Bucs with how much the Bucs have.
0: Right. I agree. I mean, the the regular season is filled with star power moments and wow moments and jaw-dropping plays and jaw-dropping finishes, but when we get to the playoffs, yes, the Stars will separate themselves, but it's the better team with the Stars – that are going to advance survive and advance. And just because, you know, maybe the caliber of star power on a Milwaukee and a Phoenix and a, I guess you could say that maybe you talk, I mean, those, those teams are solid and those teams are probably going to advance over some of the big name ones, because those star power moments are just big for the time, but. We'll, yeah. we'll see. I mean, we got to really when we see this playoff seeding, then we can really nitpick wow. and see what what kind of path these teams have.
1: Yeah, because I'll say, match-ups. This. say the mandate doesn't change for the Nets and in New York where Kyrie mm-hmm. can't play at home. Right. Well, if, if the Nets face Toronto, Toronto has a mandate, too. So yes. Kyrie can't play that entire series. <laughs> that becomes a problem for the Nets a big problem so we'll see how everything unfolds um going over to the west we talked about it the Suns are the best team even with chris paul injured i think because of that injury they're still not getting the love that they deserve Mm -hmm. they're just they're the best complete team in the nba especially in the western conference the warriors got draymond back they look good they won four in a row then they go and lose last night to boston who's a team that's on the uprise as well
0: boston baby look watch out for boston this year
1: Kyrie did or uh Steph did get hurt last night yes, Rolled up on his ankle. So we'll see what that report tends to be. But clay yeah. starting to come back a little bit dropped almost 40 the other night. So okay. we'll see. Yeah. Not yeah. feeling Warriors, confident yet though.
0: Warriors feeling steam real quick. And I, I mean, you're a Warriors fan, so I, you could probably say it the other way, but was that play dirty? That Marcus smart?
1: No, I think it's a, I think no. it's a championship mentality play. The ball's on the ground. You're diving you. for the ball. I it, it's, you play a Dude, you sport. You can
0: separate yourself. Good for you. That's you good. Do,
1: but you play a sport. Things happen. He's, he didn't dive at his ankle. He dove yeah. for the ball, and it happened to roll up on his ankle. I just if you're just hustling. Would
0: you'd say that too? What if if it was a little bit more serious and Steph couldn't get up and it was the season was done? Would you still be saying that?
1: I, I just didn't see it as a dirty. I, I, yeah, it, was, me, it really was It really wasn't. I, I saw it the really conversation wasn't. on first take this morning, and I was actually kind of shocked that this became a subject because I yeah, didn't look too. at it that way. No. Just, it, it was a fluke play. Shit happens yep. like that. You know, if, if Steph was driving to the basket and they hacked him from behind and something mm-hmm. happened. All right. Yeah. But they're both going for the ball. Marcus Smart dove. Steph yep. kind of stepped and leaned and.
0: Whenever happens, those controversial plays happen, you can tell by a player's reaction that did either the deed or did the play that they call it questionably dirty. How they react to it yeah. is, is how you know if it's dirty or not. He was actually like looking for teammates to try to slide and pass it. Like it wasn't like he saw his ankle and was like, Here's my opportunity. It wasn't like Draymond Green was like, Hey, here's the bronze nuts. I'm gonna take a slap at it exactly, real quick. <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: <laughs> Sorry, Warriors. Yeah. Sorry and, and I mean, if you look <laughs> at the
1: play, the Warriors players didn't try to get in Marcus Smart's face. I know I know. Steve Kerr was saying some stuff to him yes. on the side, but, but outside it of that, it yeah, wasn't. No, no. Yeah, yeah. no. So um, hopefully I don't, he, he we'll see. heals he's getting up. He's good. To the, yeah, getting closer to, to getting into the playoffs, the seeds will start to solidify themselves, and we'll see what happens. I mean, NBA playoff basketball is a whole other level. So it'll be Careful fun to of Boston. watch. Careful Boston. Boston's Boston. Getting I think this might yeah. be the
0: time. It Depending on matchups depending on path, Boston might break through and they're no prisoner to big moments in, in playoffs, yeah. you know, maybe this core, not so much, you know, we're waiting for Tatum and Brown to work and break through before they break mm-hmm. out. But they, I feel like they're coming in and they found a groove and with smart they they're going to be a tough, tough series to go against. No matter if you're the Nets, Philly, even Milwaukee, I love Milwaukee. They're going to be tough.
1: They're going to be beat. tough. Yeah. Cause they yeah. got the big dogs. They got Robert Williams in the center. They got Daniel Tice back. Um, who flipped them a couple of years ago. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they're, their playoff built basketball team, especially with like the Marcus smarts and the diving and the tough defense and that type of stuff. So we'll see. And
0: how crazy is that? If, um, when Brad Stevens stepped out of coaching anointed and everyone was like, yeah. Oh, is this going to work? Is this, the, they if, if they rough. break through, if they break through, yep, they were almost traded. We yeah. were saying maybe they should be traded.
1: And now they're on fire, man.
0: I wonder what our boy Marco Cruz that got to say about it. Because I was just going to say, love, Marco, we got to get, get him in. God bless I, him. He's, got, he's a little busy right now. He's got a wedding to plan. He's got, he, he got a wedding. Yeah, to he plan. Does. Shout out to our boy, Mr. Marco Cruz. And uh, we love you, man, but we got to get you on here to we talk do. about your Celts.
1: And, and talk about box. the GOAT returning. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> and his box. I also oh, want to God. shout out DWB because I thought it was really funny the other night. I was FaceTiming him. And DWB is not really the biggest basketball fan. But Mm-mm. this guy just had his knee replacement surgery. He feeling did good about himself, sitting Bless up on him. his couch. And he happens to look over to me on FaceTime and says, you going to stay up for the, the Celtics Warriors game on <laughs> Wednesday night to watch my Celtics beat your Warriors. Nice. This dude never watches the Celtics. And now he's out here talking smack.
0: He's so. there. Yeah, I he think deserves. That's a little
1: it. funny, but he's got the time to watch him, and he's starting to see it's getting NBA playoffs. It's exciting you know basketball. Maybe it's the Celtics are
0: playing for Doughty Warbucks. Maybe they're going to win a championship this year because of all you know, his, Maybe, yeah. they, his get well wishes, he's going to win himself a championship. You know, there are no strangers to parades over there in Boston town. We know that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah that's wow.
1: true. Very they're true.
0: probably due for another championship. That city. <sighs> Gosh. Well,
1: especially with the goat coming back to Tampa, you know, that put a sour taste in all their mouths. So, Oh, right, right, um, right.
0: But we'll see. Um, all
1: right, Pat. Enjoy your,
0: enjoy your Tito's, DWB. Enjoy yeah, exactly. your Tito's for me.
1: <laughs> um, before we jump I, off the pod, we got to do it. March Madness begins mm-hmm. in less than an hour. Yes, Rackets sir. Are filled out. I know. By we the are... way, guys.
0: Yeah, go, go ahead, go That's exactly what I was, was going to say. We're a sports
1: podcast. Sportscast. College basketball. Not our not strong Not this team. year.
0: Not this year. <laughs> Not this year. I mean, I normally have a good pulse on kind of the front runners and and who I trust coaching wise and everything like that this year. I just not, I yeah. took the least amount of time pick, filling out my bracket. I went with Arizona to win it. I got it was Arizona against Gonzaga. Okay. I like Gonzaga. I love the prospects of Gonzaga. But I yeah. went with Arizona for that to, to break through in the championship I think Duke makes a pretty good run with this being Coach K's last you, year. You do I don't think, think so? I do. Th- I do think so. And I'm I'm gonna trust in the some of the more staples in college basketball. I think Kentucky will still make a run too. I think they go pretty far. I like North Carolina going pretty far. Okay. Um. You know, I, I have them advancing as kind of that. I don't know my elite eight right off the top, but I know those guys are making some noise and making and making. It I'll
1: tell far. you this. Um. I don't agree with Duke just because of how bad they got beat on Coach K's last night. And then I was yeah. watching a report and it was just that this Duke team is so young and yeah. they don't know if they're built for the pressure. Now, getting beat at Cameron Indoor on Coach K's last night is a little embarrassing. So maybe yes. that gives them motivation to play well. Yes. I do have them winning the first round, but then I have them losing that next round. Okay. Um, I'll, give you, 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 I'll give you my final. You don't you have them finals.
0: going to Sweet 16.
1: No, I'll give you my final four. You know what? I'm gonna pull mine up. Go for it.
0: Okay, Um, let's go.
1: And I tried to do some quick crunch homework and watch whatever I (laughs) for whatever reason I heard Iowa a lot. That seems to be a a, a tough team this year. So, okay, my final four. Yes, I have Gonzaga, Baylor, Arizona, and Iowa. OK, and in the championship game, I have Iowa and Gonzaga because I feel like you got to oh, go. If you want to try to win a bracket, you got to go outside the box. Of course. Bit, so, of course. And then I have Gonzaga winning it, but I nice. do have them against Iowa. So we'll see. Just go because I heard Iowa a lot. a
0: lot. I was I was pretty good. I was pretty good. I mean, I hate to say it. I went chalk. I went uh, for one, two. That's I went safe bet, it, though. Gonzaga and I went Kentucky in okay. the in the east. I picked Kentucky to make through the air two seed. And then I picked Arizona one seed to make it through against Auburn in the final four, two seed. Wow. And then I got Gonzaga against Arizona, Arizona with the chip, taking it down.
1: All right. I got in the West, I got Gonzaga and Arkansas. Wait, is that right?
0: West, you got Gonzaga. Yeah, because you have them Ar- beating Duke. No, you have Gonzaga and either did you pick Texas Tech? You pick Davidson. I pick
1: Michigan, actually.
0: Michigan. You Michigan State?
1: Michigan State, yes.
0: Yeah, Michigan State. That's what I
1: had. Got you. That's what I had. It was Gonzaga, Arkansas, Bama, Mm -hmm. Michigan State. Then it's Gonzaga, Michigan State moving on. In the east, I have Baylor, UCLA, Virginia Tech, UK. And then I have Baylor and UK to move on. In the south. I got Baylor
0: um, and Kentucky in the South. You got Arizona Tennessee
1: and Nova and Arizona, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Then it's Arizona, Tennessee. Okay. And then I have, um I got,
0: I got Arizona and I got my, I got Portnoy and Jawan Howard's 11th in Michigan getting do all you? the way to all the way to the elite eight. Dang. I think they do it. I think it they do it
1: deep after the, I, I love slap. Michigan.
0: I love Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, dude! It. You
1: never know. I got Kansas, Iowa, Wisconsin, USC, and then I have Iowa beating Wisconsin to get to the Final Four.
0: Gotcha. So. I got Iowa against Auburn, but Auburn advances. So I'm you know go what, Auburn. man? It all yeah, makes who makes knows? this, who all, this could out. all be this all could be for nothing after we release yep. this podcast because the games start right away at twelve. So
1: and we this can get bounced quick. So we'll see yeah. what happens. Oh uh, yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, um,
0: do want to bring up one thing too before we sign off? Did you hear the signing that the Los Angeles Dodgers just made? Yes. Freddie freaking Freeman, World Series champion, just got the bag. Like, does this team get any, they just sign everyone. any better? Like, they are the new Yankees in the sense that Yankees still does these things. But the amount of star power that this team has is just insane.
1: What I don't understand in this situation is they're coming off a World Series ring.
0: Hmm.
1: And you, you, you trade for Matt Olson, and then you sign him to a fat deal. Why did you not want to sign Freddie Freeman and keep him, keep him at I, home? That that confuses it. me.
0: I would love to hear what Jay Davis has to say. A yeah, big Braves fan, big Freddie Freeman guy, a guy that Absolutely. was like moved to tears almost when, when the they... Braves finally got over the hump and made yep. it happen. I just don't understand this logic at all. They, I don't they, either. Did they not match the offer? Did he, did he want to go? Us? It just doesn't make sense to me for that. But I mean, he's, he's on his way to w- maybe win another championship. I know you got to play out the season and just loading up stars doesn't mean to that, but you got to trust in like looking what the Dodgers have in their bullpen and their rotation. Yeah, that It's just scary. It's, it's murder's scary. row.
1: Yeah. And <laughs> Like you said, and we'll replace Matt Olson going from the A's to the Braves. So you could say that the Braves replaced Freddie mm-hmm. Freeman. So they should still be in a good spot. You just don't have your heart and soul of, of your organization that's there anymore. So this
0: is uh, I said to my buddies that we have a group text that talks about like, you know, our local teams and stuff like that. I said that maybe only the logic that I think for Atlanta is trying to do is. We know that the next stars in the league, the faces of this league, the Tatis, the Soto, and the Acuna Jr., I think they are going to be the ones that set the record in the new, the highest paid MLB contract in history, hitting that 500 mil mark that that no one's hit, that no one ever thought they would. Those are the players, the up and coming players that deserve that are probably going to be the most deserving of that. Mm -hmm. Are they trying to just start to go all in on on Akuna coming up or is something about those that it? sure sure because I know for the nationals like they cannot start a bidding war with Swan Soda with at least four 450 mil. Yeah because they offered him 350 mil and he his agent said no and and that was like a slap in the face like why would <laughs> you yeah. even do that? I know you have to start low in negotiations but let's be real here.
1: And it's so. tough to compete with the Dodgers and the Yankees mm-hmm. and those type of markets because they just have so much money to play with. For um, sure. But so. other signing, Chris Bryant signed a fat deal with the Colorado yep. Rockies. Like uh, it. Kyle Schwarber signed with the Phillies. Okay. Um, not a huge signing, but the Giants got Jock Peterson, I think, on a one-year deal. He's, yes. He's made some playoff impact like when they Pitt. get there, that type of stuff. I like um,
0: Peterson. <laughs> he's fine.
1: Tatis injured, out for the first yeah. three months. That's a yeah, huge loss that's a dagger. for the star appeal of Major League Baseball because he's kind of, of been course. the face the last couple of years.
0: Oh yeah, so,
1: but you know what, man? They got the deal. Opening done. day, They're it's, gonna it's be happening. The it's happening. They're playing 152 games. Thank God, it's,
0: it's happening. Thank yeah. gosh. And then that's the thing that like we we need that happen. And we know a little later for Opening Day, but it's right around the corner. And you yeah. know the weather's coming around right now. It feels like baseball weather. It's all. It's all happening, so we got. Brings upon for that. us, baby. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
1: All right, Thank Patrick. All. You got anything else? I think we covered most of it, right? I
0: Don't I? Don't I want to let y'all know that we are going to have our boy, Greggy Fresh, back on. He was on Mr. last March year, fourth, madness, Mr. March Madness. We didn't get him on in time before the brackets announced, but we're going to have him talk about the weekend's games. We're going to have the six Sweet Sixteen set and assembled right there, so we could talk about who were the stars of the weekend and also the way the nfl's going i'm sure there's going to be a They're big be more, yep. big signing with will probably be signed by then so we could all give our takes on that maybe some early predictions on uh some some um win losses and that yeah. gap, but we'll get the into drafts it.
1: coming up too so oh yeah
0: and then we got to get Stew- stewie's coming back stewie's on stewie's coming one.
1: on for the draft analysis mm-hmm. we like it um absolutely Sibs Nation, thank you guys for listening and all the support. We really appreciate it. We will be back next week with another pod full of sports information, some breaking stories. Um, Heck, yeah. Enjoy March Madness throughout this weekend, and uh, we'll catch you next week on the next one.
0: Happy St. Paddy's Day, everyone. Have a great run. Happy drinks. Peace.